All right, welcome Three Birds to episode 24 of Three Birds and a Punt. It's going to be a great show. It is entitled, Can Jalen Hurts be QB1 or nah? Me and John are going to get into a great debate on the merits of that topic. But first, we are, three the Three Birds are happy to welcome uh, Kelly Green. She'll be on with us momentarily host of the Kelly Green Show. You can find her podcast on Apple. Um, you can also follow her on Twitter at football underscore Kelly. So she'll be on with us in about, I say, like five, six minutes. We're just going to quickly talk real quick about this whole Giants thing. Okay, we were, we were going to talk about something else, but I, I popped peep that on Twitter today, and I, I just had to ask y'all, how do you feel um, about this whole Giants seeming to have this rivalry with us for some reason like they want to play us week one what the hell is that all about wait 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 let me ask my eight ball real quick hold on okay yes ask magic eight ball confused magic eight ball the giants think they can whip the eagles ass and they really want to play us because of Devontae smith do you think they would beat us sign says fuck no Uh, no okay i agree but um, I, I I seen it today, man. I was like, yo, these dudes is really tripping, yo. They are really pissed off about this Devonte Smith thing, and it's it's like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it it don't make any sense to me. Like, so bring it on, man. I'm I'm all for it. Let's get it. What do you think, John? I'm all for it too. Um, hey. <laughs> we we made one of our we got stronger made one of our uh, arch rivals weaker. They can I mean they can't. Are, you know what? It really honestly stems from week week seventeen with us. Yeah, yeah, that's where that comes from. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. No. They they thought they had a chance for some reason in their minds. They thought they had a chance at the playoffs, and they were butt hurt that we you know. Uh, tank the game so that we could get the points. Yeah, because nobody's thinking about the Giants, okay? That's my take on it. Nobody's thinking about you. You were you were the 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 stepsister screaming into the void, hoping to get noticed, and no one really cares. Like how'd you even get as many Super Bowls? We we really don't know. And I I live in the New Jersey, New York metro area at the moment and have for a few years and I mean, the Giants fans can't even say anything to me because uh, the Eagles were 36 and 36 and four the last 10 years. Damn. Yeah. That's a terrible stat. Say it again, John. What's that number? What was it? What did I say? 30, 30, 30, 36 and four. 36 and four. Damn. Last. But keep, it, keep in mind, though, keep in mind, they made their team they put together their team based on just to beat the fucking Eagles. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. And, and they take a lot of former Eagles on too. Yeah, like I'm I'm here to tell y'all right now. That's why they got Galladay and they got all them other weapons. Um um Saquon is back. Oh, I can't wait to see Saquon and Booby get it in, yo. Mm-hmm. Wee. That's gonna be sweet. Straight up. But um I'm ready for it. Let's get it popping. Right, I mean, I, I, I'm interested in the rivalry, but only in the sense of like, we whoop your ass so much. I just want another chance to show you who's your daddy. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you need to relax. Um, 
you you had a good quarterback. I mean, Eli Manning is okay. Daniel Jones is okay, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> What'd you say, John? Militus. Mil- exactly. Correct. Just even. Just bland as fuck. I don't know. Maybe that works in New York. I thought it's supposed to be like all glitz and glamour, but I guess we'll leave that to the Jets and then the Giants will just be like humdrum, right? Because that's how I feel. Yep. The Giants have the star power, but the Jets have the appeal. Mm-hmm. We're see. I agree. So, um, before she comes on, I just quickly, do we have time to talk Sixers? Nope. All right, she's on? I'm ready. All right, well, we are ready and welcoming to uh, Kelly Green of the Kelly Green Show. Hi, Kelly. Can she hear us? Kelly, hey, can you hear There she go. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? Well, sorry. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are doing here. Good. Having a good day as an Eagles fan. How about you? Uh, living the dream, loving the Giants' tears, just <laughs> <laughs> living my best life. We were just talking about that, just like no more than maybe what seven seconds ago. Correct. Literally. Give us a quick take on it. How do you feel about that whole supposed rivalry they're trying to start? I, I think it's hilarious that their official account like posted that they wanted the Eagles game first game of the season. Um, I would love to see that happen because I think that um, traditionally we always play the Washington football team and they play the Cowboys and that's kind of like played out. Let's change it up a little bit. Let's have some interesting uh, opening uh, season games and get this whole thing started. And if it, you know, is going to be any other time in the season, then, you know, We'll have more chemistry probably with our new young guys, but um, if they want it early, let's do it. Like, I'm not opposed to starting the season off with a win. <laughs> I <Back>. love it. <laughs> Hell yeah! So look, let's let's get straight into it because you know, I want to pick your brain because I don't know if you remember, I kept telling everybody grab Devontae Smith. You kept saying go defense. Um, a figure was saying go defense. Yep. John, I kept saying Devontae Smith, right? I kept saying he was going to come here. So, how do you feel about number six finally being in Midnight Green? You know, I was shocked how the board went early. Um, I thought that Fields would have been off the board. I thought potentially Mac Jones would go mm-hmm. earlier. So, I was thinking that we would have a chance at one of the top cornerbacks, uh, Sertain or... Uh, Horn and both of them went right before the Cowboys pick, which they probably wouldn't have been targeting uh, at ten if uh, if not. So we probably would have missed out on the cornerbacks regardless uh, if we stayed at twelve. Um, but I loved that we were aggressive. We didn't let the board just fall as it did. Um, we got an offensive weapon, a complete game changer in Devonte Smith, and I'm glad that we moved up even if it was working with the enemy and the Cowboys to uh, yes. get him get him away from the Giants because uh, the trade-up doesn't only help us get him on our team, it helps us not have him against us twice a year. Yes. So uh, it's a beautiful thing that it worked out for us, and I'm very glad that Jalen Hurts will uh, have early chemistry with a guy that he already knows pretty well, and I'm excited to see what they do. 
Yes, I, I agree with you 100%. That's, I, I have to admit, though, on the show, this was probably my first time that I thanked the Cowboys organization in my lifetime. First so, and last. Yeah, that'll never happen again. So I am sad that we didn't get a cornerback earlier than we did, but uh, ultimately, I think it was a solid draft, and uh, I think we're building the trenches up a little bit because we're a little older on the on both fronts. So um, my one knock on the on the draft as a whole was not getting a corner earlier yeah. than we did. And, and honestly, that was my could uh, only point of emphasis too like we had such a a key point that we were going to get either certain or horn and then when that didn't happen we didn't didn't address it again until the fourth round so to me it right. was like a sort of 180 to kind of go okay we need an impact player to start immediately and then okay now let's go back to our philosophy of building through the trenches um to that point how did you overall what other player outside of smith do you feel like will be able to make an immediate impact um, in our draft class, it seemed like we picked up a lot of deaf players, a lot of players that might take some time to develop. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know if anybody's going to be an immediate impact like Smith will be um, out of the other guys that we took. Um, Landon Dickerson, everybody seems to be suggesting that he'll start uh, pretty early on, but um, from what I've seen, it doesn't sound like he's going to be ready by then. So um, if he's able to return from his rehab from the ACL injury and beat out Sayamalu maybe for the uh, left guard position, then maybe there's a chance that he'll be out there. Um, But I don't know if uh, the recovery, the rehab and all of that will allow him to really get a a front uh, and center spot on the O-line. If according to like a lot of people, like there's no other injuries mm-hmm. you know yeah um, the injury concern is real yeah yeah so yeah. I think it's good to have the depth of course and I I like that we were um in the mindset of best player available and they really liked him as you know a staple for the long term but when you look at the um the needs as far as uh the roster was concerned I thought we maybe took him a little earlier than I would have expected us to take an interior o-lineman but you know jason kelsey isn't getting any younger Mm -hmm. so uh if if it's just like a reality check to me i guess that's um one thing but milton uh what's his name milton williams yeah Milton Williams. everything that i see about this kid from uh, louisiana tech is really interesting i mean he looks Mm -hmm. like a real uh potential rotational player on that d-line um, but we still don't really have a full picture of what uh, Jonathan Gannon's defense is going to look like. I mean, we know he's probably going to go with a Zimmer-esque scheme, um, but I'm curious. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are thinking still in terms of what Jim Schwartz's defense looked like. So um, it's, I guess, too soon to say what any of those guys in the later rounds will do, but I do think um, Kenny... Uh, well is a very interesting prospect and it it only helps him to have Fletcher Cox as a cousin because he's gonna (laughs) get established real fast in in Philly and um, I think that that's really an intriguing pick because 
he was the only offensive player we took mm -hmm. uh, outside of day one or day two. He was the only one that we took in day three. So he really has a chance to be the Himes. Everybody's talking about like what his fit would be in the backfield. He could be the receiving mm -hmm. back uh, yeah. behind mm -hmm. yep. whoever is the RB2, uh, assuming there's going to be a, a little bit of a fight to be the RB2 behind Miles Sanders. So could be interesting. I think that these guys are going to come in and probably not be starters immediately, which we were really hoping that we would get two or three starters from this class. But when you look at it, probably not. Um, mm -hmm. but it, again, if health is able to stay substantially better than it was last year, maybe we don't need them to start right away. Um, maybe we can pick up a corner back in free agency or in, in a trade, you never know who's going to become available that we can, uh, bring in as the CB2. That's just the biggest glaring mm -hmm. need that I still see on the Agreed. roster. Agreed. So, yeah, um, 100%. I definitely like what they've done. Um, I think it was very much for the long term and not for the short term. Uh, they didn't. They didn't try to go super aggressive. They didn't make any super splashy decisions. But ultimately, I think that that was a smart move. Um, but we'll see if that transla translates onto the field. Yeah. Speak, speaking of Kenny Gaines, well, I, I was telling like um, a couple of friends of mine actually earlier in the day. He's going to be, in my eyes, if everything works out the way that I'm expecting it to, because, you know, he he's great at catching the ball. He's going to be another Westbrook, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if, if you think about it, you got him and Booby together. Now, I don't know if they're going to carry four running backs. I mean, God forbids, you know, that... They, I, I don't know. I, I don't want them to, but then, then again, I do. Because I'm a Jordan Howard fan. A lot of people don't like Jordan Howard, but I do. For, you know, I just know what he can do. You you get him and Booby together, and you get um, KJ and Jordan Howard together. Corey Clement and the rest of them guys is out of here. So I, I don't oh, yeah. see them guys even making the team. But uh, Gainswell, like you said, I, I think he's going to be something to, to definitely look forward to. What you think, John? <clears throat> Gainswell was one of my favorite college players going forward, but... Um... How would you how would you grade Howie's draft? Me? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know if I like grading. Like I hate the grading <laughs> system for a draft just because I feel like it's so uh, short sighted. Mm -hmm. And um, like you didn't probably love like taking Jason Kelsey in the sixth round a few years ago. It looks like mm -hmm. a steal now. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. when yeah, when you. When you look at like picks like uh, Lane Johnson, we took him, I think, fourth overall, and he was like the only one left from his class still on his same team that he was mm -hmm. like that was drafted out of that first round. So like, there are there are smart decisions, and I understand that it wasn't the sexiest thing to take like an offensive lineman in the second round when we had so many other needs. Um, but who's to say right now that that wasn't a smart decision? Mm -hmm. um, I don't love the injury history for him, but no. uh, ultimately, uh, you know, it sounds like a lot of people have very high praise for him as a player and uh, his work ethic. So if he's able to stay healthy, and of course that feels like such a, 
that's a, that's a big bold bet year. when you talk about Eagles players. Yeah, like I don't want to say that about a rookie. Like I want him to be like fresh, you yeah. know, like coming out like young and ready to go. But um, you know, he sounds like he's like very hungry. He wants to prove himself, and you know. If we've learned anything over the course of time, uh, we need people who can handle the Philadelphia criticism mm-hmm. in this uh, in this league. Mm-hmm. And some people are not cut out for that pressure. And I'm pretty confident that anybody coming out of Tuscaloosa can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we took two back-to-back high, so I guess that's good. All right, so last question. And you you might don't even want to answer this because I don't, I don't know if you superstitious or not, but I'm pretty sure you you. I'm pretty you got, yeah I'm pretty right. superstitious. Yeah. Okay, so I, I, I gotta ask you though. So I don't know if you listen to WIP or 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 the fanatic. I, I'm pretty sure you do. But um, they was talking about how many yards you think receiving yards that Devontae Smith gonna have in the upcoming season oh, with man. J- with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. Okay. You know, it's a, it's a lot of people out here who don't believe in that man, but <laughs> I do. But we gonna just, see. Just a few, just a few of us. <laughs> so I wanted to get your opinion on: Do you think that he'll crack? You know, the one K. Um, yeah, I think he will. Mm. I think I think Dallas Goddard's gonna break out and open up the middle of the field, make people stay honest on the outside, and. Um, I think people will underrate uh, Rager um, and he will get a lot of uh, single coverage because of Rager's speed. So Smith will be able to be the dynamic player that we know he is. Uh, Maybe he'll get more uh, pressure in the second half of the year when people start seeing what he can do. But ultimately, you can't guard Devontae Smith. We've mm-hmm. seen a lot of teams try to put their best on him and it doesn't work yes. out for them. So um, when you see what he did in that national uh, championship game, uh, there's nothing you can put a cap on that kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 just, I just posted something, a video of him um, on my Twitter page, Kelly, if you can check it out, you'll, you'll definitely like, definitely like it. Um, it was a video of him supposedly pulled to Ben in 2016, and he's okay. going against he's going against veteran uh, DBs, and he's breaking their ankles. Mm-hmm. Now uh-huh. it, it says that it, now he's practicing on the Saints field, so I'm guessing they Saints players. I'm, I'm not sure, but take a look for yourself. Like, and you can hear one guy saying, "You may need to bring somebody else out here to cover this dude because nobody." <laughs> So. I I'm I'm especially uh, high on him after his interview with uh, Chris Long on his podcast when they asked him who he thought was going to be the better reunion from college, uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Barrow or Jalen Waddle and Tua, and he said me and Jalen. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love the energy. <laughs> yeah, like give me that all day. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you complain about Philly fans being too much. Like. Just go out there, believe in yourself, and we'll follow suit. Like, if you Absolutely. believe in yourself, don't question yourself. We will buy in. Absolutely. Well, th- thank you so much, Kelly, for, for coming on and speaking on the draft. You know, please make sure, Three Birds, you follow Kelly uh, at The Kelly Green Show, which is on po- uh, Apple Podcasts. You can also follow her on Twitter at 
football underscore Kelly. She is a great follow. She knows her stuff. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. You too. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. That was Kelly Green. Um, she had some really good things to say on the draft, and I, I agree with her perspective for the for the most part. You know, I agree too. Like, I think I talk about this on this pod all the time. I'm looking at that corner two spot, and I'm asking yeah. who we gonna have out there. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. And I really want to know about Jonathan Gannon's scheme. I think scheme, and I think we'll talk about what we've heard as far as changes to the defensive scheme later. But right now, we are going to get to the centerpiece of the show the headline of the show okay <laughs> me and john i've been waiting about this all day i even posted on twitter trying to see what the what the common people have to say about oh, Jalen Hurts. okay your boy john and look at him i saw him flipping pages he's like i'm like he's like putting that work in all right if y'all need to be watching the youtube anybody who is listening to the podcast watch the youtube because john definitely brought some papers out he's about to school my ass he thinks <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's let's get to it okay is jalen hurts qb1 or not nah? talk to me john what do you think you, you be the ref with i will i'm i'm, I'm all look i'm here for it let's go let's go <laughs> let's do it tell me let's go Convince me. We, we all know the great, wonderful former coach of the Colts and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tony Dungy, right? Please Tony go. Dungy wrote a book um, about quiet strength and like the principles he follows and things like that. And that's what this kid exemplifies. Um, every stage that he's played football and performed. He's done it at a high level. And um, the, the players, he makes players better. He went into this season getting reps here and there, but it wasn't until week 13 that he actually saw significant playing time against uh, Green Bay. The following week was, was his coming out party. So to speak. You mean against the Saints? That was the Saints game. Mm-hmm. This guy. That's the one game y'all all point to. Y'all go talk about the Saints game. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about the Saints game. Start. His second start. His second start. He didn't get started reps all year. Mm-hmm. His second start. 167 yards passing. 106 rushing in the touchdown. And we win on Sunday night football against the Saints. Defense said that. The vaunted defense. You got a point there, Fia. I mean, it was was a big game. I will give you that, John. It was a big game. It was a big moment. He answered the call. But we can also say, right, the the Saints defense had no tape on this kid, okay? He he was absolutely dynamic in the first half. And then... What happened in the second half, John? He won. Okay, well, that's true. What about the other games? What happened in the second half of the other games? Week 14 against Arizona. Yes, okay. Arizona runs a 3-4 defense, mm-hmm. which means they're outside linebackers. They, um, one has responsibility for pass coverage. The other one 
receivers to the quarterback. They they ran a the the Cardinals defense runs a very tough defense to read, and he's this is still his. his he barely Her had starter reps at all. He went into this game. He passed for the first half. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. First half, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. He ended up passing for 338 yards, three touchdowns. He he had 63 yards rushing, and he had another rushing touchdown. So he's got he he's facts. got mobility. I'll give you that. He's got yeah, mobility. With some facts. He facts 102.3 oh yeah, I'm listening. He finished with 102.3 passing rating. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. in loss, mm-hmm. defense mm-hmm. couldn't make a stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He kept us in the game. Never hung his hat. Even after that interception he threw, then didn't hang his hat. I think he, he lost the fumble, but we recovered. Week 15. Playing in Dallas. 342 yards. Damn. Preach. Two interceptions. Nine carries for 69 yards. The two picks and the fumble killed us in that game. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that game, we never. Anytime we made progress in that game, he got sacked or he held the ball just slightly too long to separation in the, in the other receivers on third down. They, they're, they're dropping. If there's no separation, you're like, oh, shoot. He got sacked. I mean, that so, was the so game that, for, I mean, listen, I, I have seen my concerns out of Jalen, but that was the game that exposed to me what are my long term genuine long-term concerns but you could call it you could call it rookie I'm, I'm trying to be as fair to you as possible in, in this in this case and call it rookie jitters but i mean honestly you need though. to beat the cowboys 342 yards though okay but two picks Three, a fumble and then and tell me tell me what his overall completion rating was john don't matter. Don't, oh, don't oh, okay. No, oh, so when we when we that, talk numbers, when we talk numbers, we like we like to hear we like to hear we like to hear three hundred this. Oh, oh, two touchdowns yet. But he had a fifty four percent completion rating. Yes, I mean, he yeah, fumbled I mean, the ball nine times. Is that is that really what we want to see out of a out of a quarterback? Um, how many life. reads? He was running for his life. Did he have to admit? Let me jump in here as the referee. Let me jump in here as the referee because I'm loving this. (laughs) So is it fair to say that the O-line was diminished, Afia? That's why he was running for his life? Okay, okay. Let me ask you a question. Your Honor, Your Honor. Okay, let me, let me, let me put, let me rebuttal that to you. Is that a, is that a credible excuse for him and not a credible excuse for the quarterback that he was benched, that was benched, right? Because Carson had the same line, was running and doing the same types of hero bullshit, but he just did not have Jalen's mobility. Because realistically, what you guys are saying is his the line was bad, but he was able to offset it. But Carson had how many games before that, though? He did, he had more games than Jalen to prove it, and he did but in, in the sense of in the sense of this whole season, the old line was bad from from day one, from game one. How many games? Let's be honest. Think back to 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 how it is historically. How many games do we win with or without Lane Johnson? Like I think we were like we're like eleven and two with him. like like we we lose games 
when Lane Johnson does not play. Lane Johnson didn't play the first game. That was the that was literally a cascade. Miles Sanders didn't play the first game. They thought the Washington football team was going to be a gimme, and that's how you felt that game was. Yeah. But then they crawled their way back, and we in the entire season had had a, had that entire effect. Now I'm not saying that. Jalen didn't have to do what he needed to do behind a makeshift line. I agree with you. The line was terrible. I'm just saying it's interesting how we give certain valid excuses to certain players and how we say, nah, fuck that shit. You should still be. And if I'm the coach, if I'm the coach, okay, I'm Coach Sirianni. I'm looking at Jalen. I'm saying, it's great. Oh my gosh, wow, Jalen. You ran and you got 50 yards down the field. Great, great. But you missed the read. He was open. If you had just stayed in the pocket, yes, yes, the line is bad. But if you just stayed in the pocket, just did a little bit more. And he does that often, where he feels a little bit of pressure, he drops his eyes, and because he's so athletic, he just escapes. And that's fine. That's that's entertaining. But it also gets you hurt. And for the long period of time, that's not what the coach wants. The coach wants you to hit three. Go through your progression. That's my other point of emphasis that I have with him, John. You like stats. I'm wondering, and I'm not it's trying to, to I am, say it again, John. It's hard when the receivers ain't separating. This is true. This is true. We can blame a lot of it on coaching, right? Because Doug did not do this team any favors with these isolated routes, these two rock combos, I these long developing things yeah. with a bad yeah. O-line. I, I hope Nick Sirianni has more creativity to to maximize the skill set of his of his players, right? Yeah, look at that Colts offense. Right? I, I agree. I, I definitely expect this offense to be humming at a faster, excuse me, at a faster rate, no matter what um, the quarterback we're having. At the same time, when it comes to Jalen, can he execute the, the the I like I like his fade. I like his touch. Can he ice can he execute the timing route? Can he go through to his second progression when his first read is covered? Those are the questions we still don't have answered. And when we saw it on the field, the answer was no. I I, I don't agree with that. Not not, not Okay, not. I thought you were supposed to be the ref. I, I, I am the ref. You know what? You're I'm the, the ref, ref and like, you don't agree. I'm the ref. That's biased. I'm, I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm the, I'm the ref. Go ahead. You're right. <laughs> I love her, yo. No, nah, no. Nah. You already let me know what the deal was. No. All right, I'm out of here. I'm no. out of here. I can't. I, I can't. I, I, <laughs> how's the judge going to jump in? How's the judge going to jump in? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but go ahead. Go ahead, John. Speak your piece. Yeah. Yeah, John can fight for himself, Whip. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to shut it up. Go ahead, John. Come on. Uh-oh. He can, like, he can want to jam up and everything. You Let's feel? go. Now, we're going to throw out week 16 against the Giants because we all know it was, uh, it was some fugazi stuff going on. Okay. But, he had the Jalen had the fourth longest touchdown pass of the year, 81 yards. Um, I think that Cardinals game showed you the the highs of highest mm-hmm. where his ceiling is. He's approaching it. You know what I mean? He 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 has all the makings of a, of a star quarterback. Um, this they're going to build an offense around him. We got a stable of running backs now. This is feast on teams because that's when we were at our strength. Mm-hmm. Running the ball, it starts in the line and running, just running the ball. They better use him. Ariani with his offense. I already know what kind of offense he's going to run. It's going to be a vertical, vertical zone. Not not much different than ours, but more more functionality space. with more the receivers. Space, I feel like. And and the reads will be easier. The right. reads will be a lot easier, so right. we won't have to worry about Jalen 
getting confused. He's gonna have, he's gonna know my backside is running a post, my underneath is running the slide route. He, he's gonna know he and and the fact that the guys rally to him that's the biggest thing like and i and i love i love carson and i loved how like things were in the past Jalen has that too Jalen mm-hmm. has has something about him that that his teammates like gravitate to and he's so, he's such a humble guy um, everywhere he's been he's been a winner i have faith in him like he, he, you you don't get nominated for the Heisman of two different teams if it's not if you're not special. I think he he has the all the makings of a good quarterback, and it's going to start this year. We have a okay. tough schedule. But. I, I would agree with you on the intangibles, right? The character is great, the passion is great. He seems to want to work. He wants to work to be better, and I love that. You know, you definitely don't see a mentality where he's skating or feels like he's, he's, he's there yet. He really wants to work for what he has. And I am hopeful that this coaching staff can get more out of him than the previous staff was able to because I don't think they were able to utilize him appropriately. Still, my concerns, I think, are pretty valid. And I do think that even if you go with and you say he's... And I agree with you on all the intangibles. I agree with you on all the character. And I still want to see how he's going to to translate that to the field over a period of 16 games. Because I told Whip, you know, I've been saving this little tidbit for a while, but I think the Three Birds fans and the rest of the Eagles Twitter needs to know. Twitter world needs, Eagles world needs to know. Okay? John talks about a floor and a ceiling of Jalen Hurts' potential. To me, okay, his ceiling, okay, is if he can last 16 games with the style of play that he has, which is a sort of first read, then take off type of mentality. Yeah, that's the ceiling. Last the 16 games. His floor, okay, his floor is we get four games of magic out of him, and then by like fifth, sixth game, the league has figured him out. We're cursing his name. He gets all jittery, so he's playing more hero ball, and then he gets hurt. That's wow. his floor. Wow. Had to, had to let y'all know wow. how I'm feeling. You went extension level event. <laughs> I was like, oh. Had to. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, Y'all just needed to know. I was waiting. I was waiting for a moment to to drop it on the on my fa- on the fans. Now, now you now as as, as the um, official of this uh, of this uh, Jalen Hurts um, um, battle right here, you 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 gotta know them Jalen Hurts fans is gonna come at your neck. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's let's play. Let's play. I I I thrive on chaos. I choose violence every morning. Don't don't worry about it. So uh John, that's that's all you got, bro, because uh I mean she she hitting you with I mean y'all hitting each other both with facts, but at the same time, she giving you them Tyson blows, dog. I mean he threw he threw for 3,200 yards. 32 touchdowns, eight interceptions. His senior year at Oklahoma was a runner-up for the Heisman. He's the truth. Mm-hmm. He and came out of that Cardinals game. I don't care what you say. Like the, he's going to be good. If he he needs protection up front. He's going to. He's he's he. I pound the table because yes, you did. I see that. He's going to be a top 15 quarterback this year. Bold words. God. All right, John is putting it down. He's laying down his marker that that Jalen Hurts is going to pr- 
prove the critics, me being one of them, uh, wrong. And you know what? You know what? I want to be wrong. You don't, don't, don't worry, Eagles fans. I, I like to be told something different. If it is indeed different, because I do want the kids to genuinely succeed. I just want us to temper our expectations. We are so ready for this kid to take over and we're watching all this Twitter video, we're watching all these videos, we're watching all these things happen and we're really just like so caught up and I love it, I love it. However, what has he realistically shown to on the field over a period of 16 games? Four games is not enough for me to be putting the level of expectations certain players have placed on him, but at the same time, we need to know if he's a franchise quarterback. McNabb went through the same thing. I, I don't know. He did, he did actually. To a T. Just different rounds. But in the sense, but in the sense, right? Yeah, you yeah, always yeah, knew. You always knew. You always knew that, that Donovan McNabb, that you knew that Doug Peterson was a placeover and Donovan McNabb was gonna come in eventually and take over and be the franchise starter. That that was the case. Jalen was drafted to be a quality back backup with starter potential. So if they if they if the Eagles end up getting him to to play at a starter or franchise level, that's a net plus. That's a win for them. But it's not what they expected. You what, understand what? what I'm saying? So so I really want us to be mindful of those things when we're <laughs> trying to put him at the top echelon and call him a top 15 quarterback. Well, wait a minute. In all fairness, he did make a. Uh... The franchise quarterback bitch out and leave. <laughs> as we say, as we say, hey, that's that's personal. That's not on the field, and I get it. Personality wise, personality wise, you want to say you like Jalen? Personality wise, better than Carson? Fine. You're not gonna hear no argument from me. I'm not gonna kill you over it. But when it comes to what's on the field, and that's the fuck I care about, because on Sunday, I'm not going to be thinking to myself, oh, Jalen, you're such a nice guy. I, I can't believe how, how welcoming you are to your teammates. No, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? The read was there. The read was there. So, I rest my case. Damn. Yeah. Any last uh, remarks, John? Because, uh, Factor this in. We have a guy that's known Jalen Hurts all his life as as his quarterback's coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have Sirianni who came from uh, Frank Wright coaching tree. The offense is gonna be popping. Like the offense is gonna be love and uh mitigated with a run game. I think Jalen's gonna be Jalen's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Jalen's gonna be good. Just don't get hurt. He's gonna be smarter. That's all be... I ask. That's so, all so, so, I ask, bro. Down, I have, every time I see him, I have Mike Vick pictures in my mind, bro. Just don't, just don't get hurt. <laughs> so, 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 okay. So, as, as the mediator, is it fair to say what about Kyle Murray? What about Russell Wilson? Yep. All of those other quarterbacks. I mean, because they play just like he do. They didn't get okay. hurt. Okay. Well, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is mm-hmm. special. Okay, True. and and his his ability to to not get hurt, especially with that O line, because he's had a terrible O line situation, mm-hmm. is special. Okay, I'm not. I have to be realistic to Philadelphia. Realistically, in Philly, 
how often do our quarterbacks play 16 games? Realistically, it hasn't happened. It has happened like I can count on I can count on the number on my hand in the last 10 years we've had quarterbacks play a full 16 game season. So, and that's with not not none of them not really having the same type of dynamic runner style Jalen does. So that's only what I'm thinking about our historical pattern of how we kind of wear and tear our quarterbacks, and that is playing in directly into his style of play. Um, as far as Kyler Murray goes, I don't personally think Kyler Murray's that good. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I think he has. A you great see John? He like look. <laughs> his, his, the, the numbers don't lie. St- the, num- the stats get padded all the time. Okay. Let's let's be real. The tape the tape tells the tale, and the stats will let you know that he has a great re- great receivers, a great line. Okay, but you look at how he be throwing the ball sometimes, and that shit be like sidearm. Mm, you just be like, okay, hey, okay, Kyler. Hey, but guess what? That little fucker make the thing work, man. He make it. He, he hey. do. He, they make it work. They make it work. And if and I guess. If it whether it's ugly, whether it's pretty, as long as we win, right? There you go. That's true. All right. All right well, well, this was I a great. Appreciated that debate with it, you, John. That we was a good again some time. All right. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got. I'm the mediator here. Damn it. Okay. Me, we gonna get. We gonna so. get a grade. Let's get a grade. All right. So, um, it was a great debate. Um, I have to give it to Afia, bro, because she 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 came she came to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you came with some straight stacks, but you ain't had that. Mm. You got mm. I'm a heavyweight, bro. I come prepared. But, 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 but you did hit her with some shit. Cause you notice, you notice when you start talking some Carson Wentz, <laughs> she shatter a little bit. She, <laughs> she shaking a little bit. But yeah, I, I give it to her. Cause I mean, she she came to play. But yeah, you wait, you wait, had wait. me, you had me. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't wait, worry. wait till you see me next week. I got you, girl. <laughs> oh, we gonna do it again. I will do anytime, any place, anywhere. And, and, you know, I am we can set up a whole it. segment called Debate of Fear, and I will choose built. violence on every topic. I am built for the challenge. Are you, you really? Know I don't know. You, I don't you, know, you know how I get down. Listen, listen, okay. I've been on this earth. This is gonna be my 29th year on this earth. I am I am 29 and 0 when it comes to debates. Okay, your girl has never lost okay. a debate. Well, we're gonna see about that next week. <laughs> Just but no, it was All a right, great guys. debate. I love Let's it. Let's get into our last segment of the night. So I think are we doing sixer chat or are we talking about the coaching changes? Um, let's let's talk some Sixers, man. I'm with it. Let's talk some Sixers. All yeah, right. let's talk. Yeah, I'm tired. I need a break. Y'all know I haven't been able to see the games. I need to go dust off my win. Let me know what's going to happen with the Sixers, guys. Well, that well, well here, here's the thing. I, I want to talk about the the the, the Joel and B and the and the Joker MVP thing that's going on. Now, it's it, it's fair to say to some of my Sixer fans out there. I know y'all watching and listening. Um, it's fair to say that Embiid was hurt and he he missed games, but it's also fair to say that the dude came back like he ain't never missed no time. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like the committee got to be like, damn, this is going to be hard, yo, because Embiid is going out there like nothing happened. Now, don't get me wrong. 
don't get me wrong. Uh, Murray ain't there right now. He out. He he's out, and and Joke is still balling. Yeah. All right, but um, not to be biased or be just to be a Sixers fan. Embiid is playing better. Yes. Hands down. It's like this. This is going to be controversial. It is when y'all really think about it, because. And B went on the Stephen A. Smith show. I don't know if y'all heard it, but Stephen A. asked him, you know, do you think you'll, you know, you should deserve the MVP? He said, no question. Yeah, I deserve it. I, I just think I, I'm I'm the better player this year. And he ain't lying. It's the truth. Not lying. So, John, with that being said, now keep in mind, bro, we see what Joker doing over there in Denver. The dude is balling. But at the same time, not to be biased, like I just said, as a, as an NBA fan, out of the two centers, who do you honestly believe should deserve the MVP uh, title? Joel, look at—he has an offense built to him, and the impact he's had in those game, those fifty games he's played versus whatever Joker's played every game. I think Joel's impact is just like through the roof. Look at his his scoring, um, the rebounds, getting to the line, the foul. The, the, what he he averages twelve foul shots a game, and he makes them at a at like a 90, 89, 90% clip. Like that's crazy for a seven foot center to be able to just pull up and hit three threes on you. That is <laughs> an anomaly. Yeah, but Joe Joe could do the same thing now, though. Joe could Joker does the same thing, too. but not. But Joel does it with like touch. You're like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's like yeah, you do. right. And hey. you would not think. I'm sorry. Like, like I have to say, you would not think a seven foot whatever <laughs> man could be so light on his feet. The way he be euro stepping it and kind of like kissing it. Like <laughs> he he plays like he doesn't realize how big he is, yep. but. When he really wants to be big, yep. he bodies up because I saw I yeah. saw what he was doing to the kid the other night. Bodies yeah. that boy. So so I think it was, was it yesterday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who did they play yesterday, John? Who did they who did they play? It was uh, we played uh Pelicans. The Pel- yeah, correct. Now, in all fairness, they didn't have uh Ingram and they didn't have Zion. So let's let's keep it real. But yesterday I seen Joel and B. And pulls his will mm-hmm. on some dude. I don't know who it was. I wasn't sure who it was, but he you, made you him. It? He just like this. This dude, he got him down in the post and just bodied him. Like, dude, you you you're you're, you're like a piece of paper in my way. Yes, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm saying to myself, like, dude, I'm saying to myself, Joel, this man has a family. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, he probably got kids or something. Don't embarrass this man like that. And I can almost guarantee you, man, his coaching staff and probably the players on the Pelican bench was looking at him like, mm-hmm. dude, really, dude? Like, come on, bro. Do something. Oh, you know he's getting embarrassed in field room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but 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 here's the thing, though. With fear, that happens to everybody that goes yes, against Yes, that him. is a very, very uh, common experience when you're up against JoJo. Yeah, and, and, and that's what leads me to this conversation because it, it, it goes down. Don't get me wrong. Joker is balling, too. Mm-hmm. But do he impact a game like Joel does? Mm-hmm. 
this this is why I say you you can't just go in there as an NBA fan saying that Joker is going to win the MVP. I mean, yeah, because he ain't missed no games. That's understandable. But if you really want to go stat for stat, who who impacts their team the most? Who 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 brings you that excitement twenty four seven? That dude JoJo ain't to be trifled with, man. Yeah. And like I said yesterday, like I, I, I listen, I BS you not. I'm up here eating a chicken sandwich and I'm watching it replay because I, I turned it late and I'm like, ooh, who the hell is that dude? Like. He has a family, bro. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. And, and I'm saying to myself, oh, man, I can't wait to talk to John about this, man. Yeah. This dude, listen, real rap. Who would ever have thought years ago when Hinky did his little tanking, okay, when we had um, Noel and all of them cats back then? You remember the old Sixers yeah. regime? Who would ever think that when you waited for a guy who been injured as much as Embiid been, that this guy that comes from Kansas will be as dominant as he is. He is the best center in the NBA today. Yeah. It's untouchable. It, it was a time, it was a time that people used to say AD was better or or Boogie yeah. was better. Yeah, yeah, back then. Yeah. Not today. Not today. You can't. You can't. You can't tell me AD is better than JoJo. You can't tell me Boogie's is better than JoJo. Like I, I don't want to hear there is a better center. The only one that can match up with JoJo right now is the guy he's in the MVP contention with. Yeah. And if they play, if they play straight up like they did before, can't touch him. So, if I was the judge, Afia, get that man a damn um. The, the title, give it to him, mm-hmm. straight up, and that, that's what I got to say about that. So I don't know, John. Who do you think, Joel. John? I love Joel, man. He he's such a good dude, and um, he deserves it. He works hard. He's approved his stamina. I have a crazy stat for you. Over the last seven games, they've won the last seven games mm-hmm. by 133 points, which is the most. Largest margin, uh, largest margin of victory over seven games ever in franchise history. Mm. So they were not bad. Even with that close game last night, they still they thrashed a few t- a Hawks the other night. Oh my goodness, they're just dominating, and this is what they needed to head towards the playoffs. With the playoffs coming up, you need some of those guys that aren't going to get minutes to get get acclimated. So then, when the playoffs come. They'll be fresh. They won't. You you do you as as a as a Sixers fan such as yourself. You do have to admit they have to do better, or I should say, Doc needs to do better. Doc needs to do better because once you have your foot on a team's neck, like the Sixers been doing to a lot of these teams, then towards the end of the game they only win by two. That's yeah, unacceptable, man. You you like listen. Here's the thing. They didn't have their stars, guys. So, just imagine if if Ingram and and Zion was playing. Like, let's keep it real. Okay, were. they probably wouldn't have won, or, or they probably would have won. We don't know. But if if you lose by only two points to a depleted team like that, what's that saying about your coaching? They're tired. The players are tired. Nah, I don't want to hear that, man. No, yeah, no, that's, that's no, fatigue. No. 
No, no. I, I don't. I don't want to hear that because guess what? Guess what? You can't tell that to diehard Sixer fans who pay their hard-earned money who oh, come yeah, into. Then they only have like eight players. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Afia, they only had like eight or nine players on the yeah, team. Eight players. And DJ Augustine was hurt. <laughs> yeah, and they and they oh, wow. look, you see your, you see the face you just made. That's why I was like, huh? And they, oh, the Sixers yeah, did. No, yeah, the, the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Kyra Lewis killed that. But that's what I'm saying, though. You see how you like? Huh? No, but but I agree. I agree with Whip because when I watched some of these games and I was turning on and like the we like like John's going out. We had we're winning by such a huge number, and then you turn it on again in the fourth, and we got to go to overtime. Why? What happened? And I do serious? think I agree that that aggressive mentality, yeah. it like burns hot and fast, but it's not sustainable. So I don't know what Doc has to do to kind of get them to say, because you gotta, you gotta imagine the NBA playoffs, NBA finals is all about sustainability. Yeah. You can burn hot and fast and that will maybe get you one or two, maybe three wins, but it's not gonna get you four. That's right. So he has to figure out how do I get them to that fourth game because they're going to be tired as fuck if this is burning them out playing these one you know game two game three game series yeah Yeah, that's so true it's going to get it's going to be interesting because we're three games ahead of the nets and the bucks and the key is they hold on to that first seed and they have a 90 percent chance of doing so so that will give us home court advantage throughout the playoffs that's key because us playing at home is so like we benefit the most out of any team playing at home, and uh, I think we get one of Orlando and the Knicks. No, was, we we get we get probably the easiest yes. route to the I, I, to the Eastern Conference champions. I agree with you one hundred percent, but the problem is the regular season ain't the playoffs, but. It's a whole different game because here's the thing: we get and 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 I, I and I, and I tell people you can have a number one seat all you want, man. The next that that, that, that shit don't. Time. I'm gonna be real with you. That shit don't mean nothing to me because guess what? Everybody in the NBA are professionals. Everybody, yeah. and when the playoffs come around, the KD that you see now will not be the KD you see in the playoffs. And right. you will you right. will see the Beard in the playoffs who has not been playing regular season right, right. now. We and that's they're fresh. They're yes. fresh. So keep in mind, the Nets right now are the biggest threat in the East. It ain't the Sixers, bro. Okay, it's not. So don't get stuck up on that, you know, uh, Ben what in the MVP shit. I mean, not the MVP, the, the defensive player of the year. That's understandable. But because guess what? When KD comes for you, he comes for you. <laughs> But he's Sharman he's tissue soft. Okay. They haven't no, played no. together. They haven't played together. And it Doc has Matt Burke, who's the coach of the the, the Pacers. Dude. That defense is the defense like clamp them down. Do like, you know who let me see now, see now I, before what? we go, I don't make me have a debate with you, sir. <laughs> I know, I think I might have to referee. They're not even gonna make it pat if they play the Celtics, the best play the Celtics. The Celtics, you gotta watch out for them. 
You know what, John? I'm just gonna have to say you showed more passion for this conversation than you did for Jalen. So what wow. does that say, my wait, man? Wait. What? Ooh, she hit you with a gunshot. Just had to, just had to come back and just Damn. give you a little pat just to show you. Jalen, Jalen was an All-American both at Alabama. No, no, no. Ain't no coming back. It's over, bro. And everywhere he's played, he's been the starter. It's all. It's over, bro. He's gonna be good. Yo, dude, she she got you with the Saturday sit down, or or should I say the Saturday smack her down? Smack down. <laughs> All right, y'all. You, as you see, we three birds get funny and crazy out here. But please, uh, I am definitely, I agree with you both. JoJo should definitely be winning MVP. And we really do have to see if they have a playoff mentality. I'm still waiting to see the the, the Sixers playoff mentality. Um, but that, that'll do it for the three birds. Please make sure that you are subscribing to our podcast. We are on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor for your audio listeners. And then if you love us visually, on we are on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel. You can follow us at three birds and a punt on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, you can follow me personally at according to Afia, and you can follow my friends John and Whip. Let them know, guys. I am at the great three st underscore. I am at John Monroe Jr. John Monroe Jr. <laughs> ah, this has been the three birds. We're out. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs>